Yes. Okay. 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 Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you Hello. for tuning in. Um, hope you are okay wherever you are. Um, before we start, we'd just like to share a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day you have made, that we'll rejoice and be glad in it. We're grateful for your love and your care towards us. Thank you for this new week. We pray that you show yourself mighty and strong on our behalf. We thank you for today's pod. We ask that Lord God Almighty, you come down your glory and do what you can do through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, so good morning. This morning we're going to be talking on the issue of singleness. I hope wherever you are, you are okay and well. And you're doing the best you can. So I have um, a guest today. Her name is Abby. Um, I've known Abby for a couple of years now um, from from work. Uh, how many years now has it been? <laughs> I think about... It's been quite a long time. You know? Yeah, it's been like, what, 10 years maybe. At least years, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been a, an interesting journey, you know. Um, the first time I met Abby, I was like, "Who is she?" Kind of thing, <laughs> <laughs> because um, she was a bit well to me. She was a bit snobbish, but when I got to know her, I realized that oh, she's not snobbish at all. It's just because she's being careful, like who she opens up to and stuff. And then when I began to understand her, I I I I now realize that you know it's not good to prejudge people. You have to get to know them before you make up your mind about them instead of just making up assumptions about what they are or what they are not. So yeah, that was like a good experience there for me. Anyway. Um, today we've chosen to talk on the issue of singleness because of some of the issues relating to marginalization um, from society about being single. You know, sometimes we refuse to think that we don't want to accept the fact that some people actually feel comfortable being alone. They don't want the stress of having to share or they've had experiences which has led to um you know not being able to trust or not being able to um open up to people especially when it comes to men or ladies because we've also had ladies who have disappointed men so we're not going to just base it on the fact that you know it's just women women the victims we are not victims we are all victorious in every way so um the first question i want to ask abby is um as much as we have a purpose and a path i wanted to find out like how 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 has it been? How has the journey been? Been single, and Abby's single, by the way. So if you're looking, I mean, serious. <laughs> um, how how has the journey been? You know, so far, you know, being single. I know you you don't really. So that should I say you don't, you don't see it as an as a an issue, and I commend you for that. Because, I like I always tell you, God to do what He has to do. Sometimes there's things we have to do on our path mm-hmm. for God to do what He has to do as well for us. And until we do those things, He He doesn't bring us like where we want to be. Sometimes we have to learn certain lessons and go through certain things. Sometimes it's very unfair. Mm. It feels unfair to us. Mm. But yes, we realize, oh, God, he was actually doing me a favor. Mm. But in the moment, it was unpleasant. Yes. Yeah. I just want us, I just want you to share some light on, you know, the journey so far and everything, being single, you know, um, 
some of the things that you, maybe you've gone through, if you if you feel comfortable, um, you know, and especially what role the church has played when it comes to being single. Do you think you've had a lot of support? Do you think that you you've been put in a place where you feel like oh they just don't care, they don't really understand what it means, and and you know they keep. I know some of the things that we we ex, we've experienced. Like for me, when I was single, I know when you're around married people, is a is a bit of you know a bit of a snobbish thing. You feel like sometimes you feel left out when when you are in the midst of married people because of maybe some of the comments or some of the biases they have or perception when one is single. So yeah, if you just give up. hallelujah Uh, thank you very much and um thanks to first of all everybody who is listening and who will be listening later on and uh, thank you for your attention thank you to mrs one and only for giving me the privilege to be on this show um yes you 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 are right and i refer to myself as the the one and only proud single beautiful lady in the whole wide world <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> yes um, obviously yes i am single and which uh to some people is uncomfortable let me put it that way to some people, it, it's strange because people that know me, they just look at me and they said, quite often the question I get is that, what are Ghanaian men doing? <laughs> because they see me as a woman who should have been taken years ago. And here am I, nearly 45, mm-hmm. and still single with no child ever Mm -hmm. Um, quite honestly I will not sit here and lie and say that I I, that was what I wanted to do or I chose to do that way Mm -hmm. Um, when I was young my desire was to get married at least by the age of 25 and you know have children and settle. I'm somebody that I'm a really family orientated person. Like I'm, I'm somebody that I really like that husband and wife thing. And I'm a really, really somebody refers to me as a Genesis wife. Mm. <laughs> I'm that kind of a woman that you know that kind of the Old Testament woman wife. So um, I really, uh, I had a desire and uh, I think sometimes the, the, and I don't know whether I had a desire because of the normality of it or the societal expectation of it because as we grow up in the African culture, as a Mm. woman, the expectation is that you're going to get married. So even when you're being brought up, you see, I don't know if you heard it often, everything was about when you get married, your husband, when you get married, your husband. So even mm. brushing your teeth is about so that fu- your future husband, if you know what I mean. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So women never did anything for themselves. It was always about when you get married, when you get married, when you grow up. So mm. I don't know. If that was why I felt like I needed to get married. Right. I think that sometimes that expectation sometimes even lead us into early relationships. Right. Because we are not in the biblical era (laughs) where people were able to wait to their spouse mm. or mm. where families used to 
introduced, you know, Isaac's time where the father would send the servants to go to individuals' family to go and inquire and find a wife mm. or a husband. We are not in that time. Mm. So mm. you meet somebody, and as you know, back home they used to say, Makoyene lie. In other words, I'm going to lie to her. Right. Which we didn't understand by then. <laughs> so <laughs> you get an enticed into these things, and instead of you as embracing our youth and waiting to grow, maybe before you know, by the age of 16, 17, 19. You are already having a boyfriend. True. Uh, which I will not condemn it nowadays because many, many people sometimes that is the only way they can survive because mm-hmm. of maybe poverty in the family. Some mm-hmm. people too sometimes go through that due to lack of affection from even families. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. You know, personally, I did not live with my mom, my mother. I lived with stepmothers. I lived in a house, very big house. As you know, I'm from the royal family. So the mm-hmm. house was really, really massive. Two houses together. So there were a lot of things going on. And it is quite easily to be influenced by those things. And then you engage in some sure. of the activities that are going on in the house. So I would say that sometimes due to maybe lack of attention from parents as well, make you seek the attention outside. So all those things lead individuals to enter into early relationships. Hmm. So um, obviously, I I wouldn't say that I was single from the beginning. I I took boyfriend and I'm a very committed person that my desire was that if I had a boyfriend <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is that's, I'm stuck with it so mm-hmm. in fact glory to God that God took me out of because sometimes now you look back sometimes you ask, look at your boyfriend and you ask yourself what was, what was I seeing in that thing God forgive me <laughs> so sometimes I know what you mean unanswered <laughs> prayers are, are, are the best things that God have done for us and I thank God that God did not answer sure. those prayers because absolutely so yes but then um, I have had disappointment quite honestly I will say that for, for whatever reason I have not been uh blessed or, or should i put it that way in that sense where no 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 i don't want to i don't you know i need to get into it now i i feel I like i don't want to you know i you, don't want to say like, don't don't say you're not blessed i, I, I don't to want to have use the word that because, because that. that makes that makes everything god has done for you so like so far a waste everything that you've gone through is for a reason and you know that you know last year i I think i told you this i was like you almost made me feel guilty for being married Mm -hmm. because you made a statement and i was like oh my god my sister like what are you doing to be honest (laughs) there is time for everything what what i'm trying to say here in terms of blessed is Mm. that i don't believe in the word luck yeah. yeah, but so what I'm saying is at, at the same time, time even yeah. if things is not like it's not like it's it's not like it's a it's not like it's a I, to be honest, I feel like if where, wherever you are right now and you're listening, if you if you're not married and you're 40, 30, whatever, there's time. Everyone has a life plan. Yes. There's qualities that you have that I We're don't have. There's qualities I have that you, we can never, you know, have everything. Trust me. But when God's time comes, I feel like sometimes because we want, we envision how we want life. Like the way you said, you wanted to be married in your 20s or in your, by 30 something. And then it's not happened. It doesn't mean that we're never happening. It may mean that God is preparing you for something greater than maybe marriage. To be honest, bigger than yourself. 
You understand? And and sometimes we don't we don't have the patience. So we want to help God. And that's where for me, in my when I was single, that's when I realized that I was making a lot of mistakes, stupid mistakes, because I was just thinking, I think I have to help God here because he's wasting time. And then when I decided that, you know what, forget marriage. I did I didn't have marriage in my like in my forward plan. In my forward plan, there was nothing like marriage or kids. I I said I'm just gonna go to school and just do like enjoy life, just educate myself, just do business and just like do what I want to do. And that's it. And then boom, when I was not looking, that's when I ended up married. So as much it doesn't mean that because of that. It makes me a perfect person. No. Or there's something you are doing wrong. No. At the end of the day, it will come when it comes. I feel like things will fall in place. You know, when you started the degree, I said to you, it is when you've done this degree that God will actually put certain things in place. And I'm sure you were not really believing me, but you wait and see. Hallelujah. Anyway, (laughs) so. Yeah, you're you're, actually, you're really really right, and everything that you've just said is literally the point where I will arrive at where people will begin to realize that what people or how people see singleness is not what it is. Mm-mm. See, the point I was making earlier on was that I don't want to use the word like I am unlucky or I am not blessed in having. Men, men who are committed or who are faithful or who are like who take other women you know what you see some men the way they pay attention to other women they do things for them and everything even though they will tell you they told me they love me and everything but i am or i was rather the person who is almost like just giving out showering love if you know what i mean in that oh yeah we've all been there that's in <laughs> that sense so mm. uh, uh, it, it has always been that way uh, yeah but there's nothing you know it's nice to be able to shower ex- love but it's also nice to be able to get that love back so i see what exactly. you mean if you're giving love and you're not getting it back is a is a total waste of your time to be honest and mine so i would rather be single to be honest if i'm gonna give someone love and they're not gonna give it back than to be married and then to someone who in the name of societal perceptions or expectations um and then be be breaking apart to be honest the moment someone stops giving you love then you know that you are in trouble you understand you you either address it or you walk out because nothing is going to change that if they you know if they are not willing to change and you are so right we when we are in our prime we make those mistakes we always to be honest we always end up going for people we we think we love too much to be honest sometimes we even love the the person more than That's god right. and this is what god hates because he said he's a jealous god so if you are going to love a man more than you love God, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You can't, you know, you can't, like, you can't put a man before God. God has to come before a man. But we do that in our prime, you know, when we are single and we are feeling like, oh, I'm in love and, you know, I'm, I'm me and I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make those mistakes. And I, I also want to talk more on what like what what you think the role of the church has been because that's like really on my heart i feel like sometimes church we can really put people in an uncomfortable situation and sometimes we do it's, it's, it's an unconscious thing and sometimes it is conscious so you go around someone who like the way people somehow go around someone who has not given birth and then they start saying making silly comments you know like ah, those of us who know the joy of motherhood, like what is that? Mm-hmm. So 
you know the general manager, there's people who give birth and they can't even feed them. How about that? So I don't see it as a world cup for, for someone to, to be doing things like that or to, to make comments like she's single. What, what do we want with her in our women's group? You know, I, I want you to really like share what, how do you, how have you felt? Like, have you, do you think you've had support or do you think you've, have you felt marginalized? <laughs> You see, this singleness topic, when you, you mentioned it, I was like, this is more than a day or two's program. Oh, yeah, we, we are definitely it, coming with part two. First of all, personally, as I was saying initially, how I got into this, uh, uh, this uh, the decision of remaining single was because of, like I mentioned to you earlier, and because of all these not receiving back and in the end being disappointed where the man have moved on all the time, the man have moved on. And where I was really, literally, I was literally going to get married and then I was moved from Africa and I was brought up here. So that was when I literally lost, I never found somebody who truly loved me ever, ever. Or I would say that who, was honest in in, in loving in to, to love me into relationship ever again and right. um so obviously i i went to church i love the christian i love god so much and i go to church and when you're young you don't really see it much okay there'll be some oh we pray no. for you you know, with all these kind of prophecies and you you engage in it you're welcoming because at that point you see yourself that it is not yet, so it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So you mm. are with the church, you mm. feel that the church is standing with you. But then as you grow into your 30s, go past your 30s, you go into your 40s as I am now, then it becomes more like patronizing. Right. Uh, you feel like, hang on, do I have to be reminded all the time that i mean don't get me wrong mm -hmm. there are some real concerns especially some pastors some real people who really feel that are and again it is because that is how society expects it that that's what i'm trying to say married, it shouldn't be a concern married, to be honest and the more that they're doing that the more it makes you feel that oh i am missing out something or something is not right because mm. it has not yet been accepted that one can be single, especially in the African society. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it makes the church to think, in some people, they think that they are helping you, they're sympathizing with you because it is the cultural and the societal expectation to them you are really worried about it and they're worried about it with you. Mm -hmm. And there are some section of the church that who will also marginalize you because you're single. Mm -hmm. And they will begin to read into as to why one is single. If you're mm -hmm. a man, the conclusion is that, oh, if Owusubayanka is not married, in other words, if he has a good character or attitude or behavior, he wouldn't be single. Or right. because he's lazy, he's not working, look at him. How can he get married with this thing? You see, there's a, always a sudden, there's a, always an assertion. Uh, right. A single woman too, they will see you as sometimes as oh, because, see, and they link it to the fact that maybe you had relationship before and therefore it, it is out of spiritual uh, attacks. That's why you see Not spiritual true. things. <laughs> spiritual, maybe you, are, you exactly. have a spiritual, spiritual husband. husband and it's because that's why you shouldn't go into relationship oh before and therefore the boyfriend you've had it before. So they spiritualize everything. And then others will also start oh because of your 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 character she's a prostitute that's why oh have you not heard this she had a boyfriend here before so they read all that into that and then the married ones especially those who are maybe for by god's grace maybe happen to be like 
close to some leaders or married to leaders now begin to indirectly look down on you with the fear of you taking their husband and mm. it really makes it very difficult for mm. single women and single men uh, 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 for that matter because Absolutely. when you're single everyone's uh, uh, idea is that oh the fact that you're single no one is with you you are available therefore their men or their women will take you and unfortunately if you happen to have a bit of looks as well, then that's even that's even another thing. So it makes mm. it that is where that the challenge is really becomes intense. If you are not mm. in the church, you don't see it much as a problem. But when you are mm. in the church or you are within uh the, the the society that you are known like in the african let me emphasize the african society then it becomes a very 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 big challenging and it was it for, me for a long it time it was for me in fact until i would say i was over i would say about 42 43 that it was mm. really hard and difficult for me up until then mm. yeah yeah because it's just that i think some people just don't know how to mind their own business and they just want people to feel a certain type of way remind people of what they don't have because i remember you know when we had the childbirth mm. situation i mean <laughs> people would call and you know say all sorts of things you know like which which i thought was unwholesome and i'm like listen i'm having the time of my life whether there's another child or not it has nothing to do with you out there like worry about yourself and stop worrying about me i I need we need to be praying for you we need to fast we need to break it break what You understand? I mean, I appreciate your concern, but what I don't appreciate is like being rubbed, it, me being reminded that, oh, you, you are having miscarriages is, is a problem. So it's a big impediment, but it's because of the society yes. we come from. Like child, childbearing is like the biggest thing. So even when I had one, it was still not enough for them. It, 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 it's it, it's still a problem. Like people can't fathom it. You know, you get phone calls and someone would say, "Oh, why are you? You know, wasting. You're you're really wasting your husband's time. You know, like yeah. those, those kind of unnecessary comments." I, I think that um, quite honestly, it's I don't know whether it's fortunate or unfortunately that that's that's the society that we are in now. So it is. Yeah, and we um, and it's just because of where we come mm. from. That is it. Because if you look at people here, they they don't do. Yes, they would. They'll be concerned. Obviously, you want people who have okay. you know IVF and all those things, which is which is obvious. I get that, but they don't make it like they don't yeah, make they don't people make feel bad. bad. You understand? They don't make people feel bad for not having something. You understand? People understand that. Things don't always happen how we want it. And that's okay. You understand? So when, you know, like, like I said, I would do a separate pod on my journey, you know, not my journey with miscarriages and all those things, like the kind of things I, I went through and I'm still here. But at the end of the day, what, I'm, what we are trying to say is that being single is not an impediment. It's not a six killer disease. <laughs> it's not anything because of time. We have to do part two of this um, pod. Um, I'm hoping that we can bring it to you next week if um, Sister Abby is available. But if not, we'll try and do it the week after. But what I'm trying to say is singleness is, is not a reason for you to feel desperate that you have to rush into something that might end up killing you. People have gone into marriage and they've died because they didn't take their time. 
to to I know it's sometimes you c- you can't get to know a person that's for sure because being married you think you know it all and trust me you don't so you, it takes time to get to know people dating is, is doesn't cut it <laughs> so as much as you get to know you takes time you get to know them and then you get to know what works what doesn't work it's like you have to build a whole new culture when you are when you are even married itself married itself is a work in itself i'm telling you so it's not it's a whole job in itself so it's not being being single doesn't mean anything bad it just means that you are finding ways of not to make certain mistakes that's how i see it so i don't see it as ah she's single she's single because she's single at 40 or whatever 50 or whatever it does not matter the age is not the problem i'm telling you because you know what i used to have a a colleague who you know she from from africa she well her husband died they had one child moved here everything was going very well very very well and then she met this guy. She met this guy, thought, you know, this is the love of her life. And because of the relationship we had, she wanted, you understand, she, she wanted me to meet this guy. I met him. I said, well, he's good looking and all that, but we have to, you know, check the substance. And something struck me like that this guy cannot just come out of the blue like and meet you somewhere you know i had a lot of questions so i I was asking questions like you know where does he live you know does he have kids yeah which he disclosed he had kids but he was not with his wife and all those things so i'm like okay and then um like suddenly you know they were one year in the relationship two years but then i noticed a pattern that this guy was a little controlling because sometimes he would just disappear and appear and you know eventually they started living together and i was saying to her you know i know he's told you about his house and everything but if you've not gone there and he wants to move in with you i i have a problem with that if he's bought a house and he can't live there he can't take you there but he can live with you it doesn't sound good to me anyway so you know me and my cid mind and mouth <laughs> i i said you know what one day just take the address and turn up it didn't even take long i think the man's wife found out where she was living and approached her and said you think you've got a man like wait for it okay so I think I know that he wanted to marry her because from wherever she was from in Africa, they went there several times and then decided to get married. But we didn't know when this wedding was going to happen or when the proposal was going to happen. But it was around October. And then she told me, oh, in December, we are getting married. And I was like, what's the rush? Like, we're in October and then December, you're getting married? Well, I don't know. But this, what I'm saying is this lady was an amazing, amazing lady. And this man snubbed her whole life mm. from underneath her, just like that. He had it all planned out. So what happened was they had, you know, he proposed. I told her, well, I can't come. It's mm. two months notice. I can't make it, but we'll plan this wedding. She bought everything, okay? Mm-hmm. Went back, you know, thinking this man is coming to join her. They're going to get married and come back here, mm-hmm. right? So she goes back home, waits for him. He turns up and tells her he can't marry her because he's too not divorced to his wife here. Mm-hmm. So after letting her move all the way there, Invite her people, invite her family, invite, make invitations and plan a wedding. You come 
all the way there to tell her like what what kind of game is this anyway they went back home i didn't hear from her i thought they had had the wedding you know she was honeymooning so she was having fun i text her text her text her daughter nothing <laughs> so after a whole almost a year before she got back to me she said i couldn't bring myself to tell you because you warned me about some of the flags, red flags, and I did not listen. And this is like a, a woman who is beyond 46, okay? And that was a lot. She said he disappointed. Mm. So I called him. I said, this is wrong. He took all her money from the bank because mm. he knew she couldn't come back. She couldn't come back also because she had a, 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 a type of visa where she renewed every year and so she voluntarily because he said i'll marry you and bring you back she voluntarily gave up her rights to mm-hmm. be here to work so you've not only messed up you know marrying her but you've messed up her whole livelihood knowing that she was the breadwinner for That's members right. of her family how can people be so wicked so someone like that do you think that she i don't think she's going to give anyone a chance ever again like, so you said something there that this is a woman who was in her 40s and yet mm. it sounds like she could not see what you were seeing i think that is why right when i was talking i started right from the beginning that the desire of wanting to get married the things that it makes you do so at that point, because that she is already in her 40s, that is when she will even not see much. Because right. she feels like time is passing by. She's left behind. Mm. So all mm. her desire mm. is to get married. So at that point, right. you kind of live in delusion. If you've ever heard that love is blind, and of the course, ma- it is blind, really. But I was just wondering how, like, someone can be so cruel. It's not like she's offended you. She's not known you in her life yeah. or the life before, but you just choose that you want to ruin her life, just Some like people that. Are selfish, and because they want, you see. This is, when I was preparing my notes, I realized that the topic of singleness and relationship, it is so broad that when you go into it, you will now also begin to find out what the man did, why the man did what he did, be it good or bad. Exactly, but it's not even a good enough reason. Exactly. I don't, no matter what she's done to offend him, there was no like way to justify and then still came back to this country and redrew the rest of her money. Now I called the guy because I, I, I was just trying to like find out like why he would do such a thing. I called him and I said, listen, why did you do this? When you started this relationship, I warned you that if you knew that you were not going to stick around, don't start don't 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 break break her heart now and you said you were in for the long haul he said oh i'm still gonna marry her and i said so why go all the way there let her waste money and then go and tell her there that you are not married and guess what happened i said there's more to it than meets the eye she wanted to find out what was going on i went on social media i i google like i typed his name and everything on facebook and there he was proposing to another woman mm. in Paris. <laughs> and the, all the pictures were on social media, okay? It, it is, uh, it, it, it is uh, a very... And as we speak, he's married to this same woman. He used to go to Australia a lot. Apparently, okay. that was the reason. You see? Uh, to be with someone else. So he, he was just using her because he realized, oh, she this she she's yeah. desperate for a man. She wants to get married. That's that's, that's I'm sure that's in that's his mind. And to be honest, let's flip it. 
we've also had men who had been treated like that. As a matter of fact, it's quite and a lot in men not because it is not talked about. It is lessened. That's true. But many, that is many, 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 many men have also been deceived. Many women. Oh, yeah. By women. Absolutely. Way. Yeah. A family, a family friend was telling me, you know, he was supposed to get married last year, February. He called the whole wedding off because he said, you look at this girl and she's so beautiful and everything. And then you realize that there's not much to her. Like she, she barely, she wants her name on his house, right? And they are not married, but she doesn't have any money to contribute towards mm -hmm. the house. And she said, Sharon, you see them so beautiful. That's there's nothing right. in the bank. And I'm not going to subject myself to that. So even though we have wedding invitations and stuff, I had to call it off because I'm not about to like die young, stressing over her spending. She has bad spending habits. And I said, you see, these are some of the things that we are not, you know, our parents just want us to go and get married and be married, but they are not teaching us some important things that we are, we are in a world right now where, you can't just dump everything on a man. You know, like in Africa, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, if he, he knew he couldn't take care of me, why did he marry? So what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for yourself? You see, what are you doing for yourself? I'm prepared and uh, I, I intended to preach when the opportunity arises on, 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 on preparation for marriage. And right. the, 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 the focus is on on the inner preparation rather than the outward preparation. Absolutely. It's and not they, about the glam and glitz and the some, rings and the dress. Some of the things that I have really tackled in there, uh, it, it is quite, quite deep. But yeah, it is it's deeper than looking all polished up. Yeah, it's nice uh, to be honest, polish up if you can't polish up, enjoy life. But have some substance. There should be substance. If a man, a man should be able to say, I, I married right. You understand? Or a man should be able to say, I'm in a relationship with this person and it's so worth it. So I can take it to the next level. But not to just say that you're just there and he feels we are all human beings, you know, I know that there's a lot of cruel men out there, I'm not gonna lie, who do all sorts of things. But at the same time, there's a lot of good men, as well as there's a lot of naughty girls out there. But we're not here to judge because we don't know what ha has transpired from their childhood exactly. up until where they are. So we're not going to even go into that because like people have issues. We all have some traumas which kind of shaped us which kind of put our minds, you know, it, it, it has taken the grace right. of God. And you see, listening to you, I, 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 to me, it always comes back to this singleness, if we bring it back to the, the main focus of the topic, it, 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 it brings it back to mm. the, the reason for all the, the rise in broken heart and the singleness is that our idea or our perception of, of, of going into the relationship quite often uh, uh, also influence or maybe explain as to whether the relationship will last or, or it will end up in, 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 in a disaster. And uh, some of the things yeah. is that, I mean, glory to God that this man found out and made a decision right away. But you see, he went or we go into relationship with our eyes most of the time the men go into it with their eyes so you see mm, because they, exactly. they go with what so they see, see first right the, 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 mm. the man will find a woman who is so beautiful and the beauty is all that they are interested in and that is why sometimes mm -hmm. quite often you will see that a man is a very lovely woman hard-working woman and everything but messes up why because at that point the man's mind is on the beauty on the outward and the one he is 
Yeah. And then now reality comes in. Mm. Maybe he's seeing somebody. There's a guy I know that this man, the moment he sees that African shape, he wants the upstairs and the downstairs backward. It can never be enough for this man unless he doesn't see it. The man would chase it anywhere. That man. So with such a man, having a good woman who will support him in life, who will say that, money, I know we don't have it, but I'm going to stand with you. That man will never see it because that's not what he's looking for at that time. That's not what he's looking for. And to be honest, that's when you... You, you come on, you know, men, some of our men, you can do better than that. You know, I just feel like you, you, you will get bored easily if you don't know what you want. And don't go disturbing people if you don't know what and you want. Figure out what you want. You know, and, and this thing of cheating and doing the, it's so old fashioned, you know. Right now, we're in an era where we want better things. We, do, we are tired of it. You understand? Cheating is old-fashioned. It's, it's a thing of the past. And, and should it even be in our, in our world today? To be honest with you, like you, you want to focus on more important things when you are married now, like investing the money wisely so that it's not going to all these girls walking about. Those girls cannot help you in any way. And, and, and at the same time, if you know you can't, then stay single. Stay single. Stay single to the end of time. And keep chasing the girls. That that's suicide, man. But don't ring wife us or whatever. And then think you that that would not work. To be honest, you would, you know, you'll be and put on a leash real quick. Anyway, girls, um, I mean, some women say, "Glory to God that uh, uh, um, some women don't deserve." And as I'm saying, quite often people say that. But you, you've been so hurt, and why do you always speak for 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 men as well? I said, I ad- I am I'm, I'm always yeah, an advocate for men also because I feel like they have feelings. Yeah. Okay, just like us, we are not always the victims. Like we are, I I know that there's some horrible men out there doing some horrible things but at the same time there's women to do a woman can actually i think we are even the worst because master see, planners if a woman wants to get you, you let's be honest to deal with you, with you. you made a statement that um i, I think uh, uh, i will i will beg to differ there that we are in the era where cheating is out of you know I think we are in the era that cheating is even now more likely and more possible and even more common in a sense that this era that we are in says no, it is common, but I feel like it, it should be a thing of the past. That is where yeah, it should be like an it's an old fashioned thing because now like we are more grounded, we are more wise, like in, in terms of in our father and mother's days. Anyway, I, my father, glory to mm. God, my father never cheated on my mother. And I never saw that. So it's, it makes my skin mm. crawl a little bit when I feel mm. like people are doing that. You understand? I, I, I just feel like, it, it just feels odd. I Because if in those days, but in those days, it used to happen. Because even That's a man can marry awesome. two women, three women. Four women and they'll, see, they'll live happily ever after. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that in those days, look at how our mothers used to work, how they used to honor their. Do you know what the issue with our mothers? Uh, I mean, our yeah, great grandmothers, yeah. because I don't think my mom would have actually put up with that, yeah, but <laughs> um. Yeah, I do you know they used to put up with it because they didn't have a choice. Number one, they couldn't work. They they could go to the farm sometimes, but their thing was the kitchen. Well, that in the olden days they said the woman's place was the kitchen. She has to take care of the home and the kids. So she didn't have a say. And plus, where is she going? It doesn't necessarily mean they were happy. It doesn't necessarily mean they were happy. A lot of them were bitter. I can tell you for a fact that I I've spoken to a few older generation people and they wish that they had the opportunities we have now to speak up to be able to you you dare not exchange words with your husband those days 
do you get what I mean? And and you know what, sis, I think our time is gone. Um, I'll, I'll try and um, arrange with you if we can do um, next week, God willing, because we need to go into part two of, like, we need to talk more on um, the area of, um, what is it called? The impact of disappointment and how it influences our behavior, you know, moving forward. Because when you have been put in a place of distrust, everything else around you, even not just platonic relationships, but other relationships also suffer. You understand? So you have friendships, but you you, you feel like everyone is out to get you. But we'll go into that. Hold that thought. We'll go into that in our next episode or the one after. Um, I just wanted to go to Isaiah 61, 2 to 4 to encourage someone this morning. It says, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called Oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the place long devastated. They will renew the ruined city that have been devastated for generations. So even though we've made mistakes, God says he's going to renew and restore. And that's what we are holding on to today. So even if you're single, it's okay. God is going to restore you. Whatever the fear is, whatever your brokenness is, it does not matter. God is a God of restoration and renewal. And from where I've come from, if you know me, you will know that God is faithful. So if you have nothing to hold on to today, there's a God and he cares about you. There's a God. And he's going to renew and restore, as is what I said in Isaiah 61. And so we hold on to that and we are grateful. Abby, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, I'm really grateful and thankful to God for your life. And I know that everything else will be will be sorted out. I'm not even worried. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And thank you for sharing this insight but we have to bring part two i just want to say thank you everyone who is listening thank you for those who are sharing and giving me feedback on where i can improve i'm grateful i'm really really grateful i also want to wish everyone who's celebrating their birthday this week and last week a very happy birthday especially my majesty amaris my daughter who is um two years today and i'm grateful to god for her Happy birthday, Majesty. Um, thank you, everyone. And, you know, I still remain the one and only Mrs. V, the Ella girl who does not give up or stop winning. And you shouldn't either. I wish you an amazing, amazing week. And I pray that God will meet all the desires of your heart according to his will for you. And I know that God willing, next week we'll be back again with you at the same